Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Studio Sisters podcast. So this week we're doing something different and I'm really excited about this episode. Katie, um, why don't you tell our listeners what we're doing this week? So we asked on our Instagram stories if anyone just had any questions for us and we thought we would answer them on the podcast here, sort of like a little Q&A session. Yes, I'm super excited because we got a ton of awesome questions. Some of them are questions that we get asked a lot, like, is Etsy worth it? Or um, what can you do about XYZ? But some of them are really fun, crazy questions I did not expect. So are you ready, Katie? I guess. All right. So our first question is, is having a big Instagram a key factor for Etsy success, or could I focus a lot on Etsy and have a so-so Instagram? I really like this question because um, we probably passed $80,000 on Etsy before we actually started an Instagram account for our stickers and for our business in that regard. So actually, our Instagram is pretty small. Our Instagram following is pretty small for... Um, what we do on Etsy. Wouldn't you say so, Katie? Yeah. I mean, we currently have less than a thousand followers on our business Instagram, which is still amazing. I mean, you think about your marketing to a thousand people. If you did that in person, it'd be huge. But I will say that I have a pretty big following on my own personal account, but I didn't promote our Etsy shop much at all last year. So what we made on Etsy doesn't really factor into my own Instagram account. Yeah, I think that it doesn't hurt. Obviously, the more audience that you can reach, the better. But it is better for you to have a highly engaged small audience than a really big following on Instagram. So focusing mm -hmm. on building up a quality audience is more important than worrying about that number. And as far as selling your product, I would say focus more on Etsy first than on Instagram first. Yeah. Okay, so our next question, would you mind telling us what all contributes to your six-figure annual income? We need hope, smiley face emoji. That is <laughs> that's cute. That's a great question. I We are more than happy to share that because it's important and we have not always been there. So each of us kind of does a few different things. Um, so let's just talk about Etsy. First of all, 
on Etsy. Um, we do have a six-figure Etsy shop that comes just from selling our products on Etsy. Um, that's not from selling in multiple locations. It's strictly just on Etsy. But each of us also do other things in our businesses. So Katie, I'll let you share the other things that you do that are creative work that make up your income too. Yeah, I've always been a little bit of like a freelancing artist. So I do a lot of work for companies such as Tombow and a few different others. And I do like art commissions. So someone says they'd like a 18 by 24 oil painting and I do that for a fee. And I mean, I think I just spread my art around a little bit everywhere and make money off of it. Honestly, <laughs> you're all over the place in like the best way possible, but it's cool. Probably um, if there are any uh, people out here listening that don't like to do just one thing every single day, doing freelance work kind of gives you the opportunity to change things up. So on my side, um, we do run the Etsy shop, but also um, my mom and I co-own another business. It's an artist retreat center and wedding venue. So I have multiple revenue streams from that business, weddings and retreats and um, a few other types of things. So that's that. But I also just want to say that Etsy is primarily where we make our six-figure annual income. But... Also, um, if you are working multiple jobs and your Etsy, that's totally normal. At one point, this is going to sound crazy. I had two businesses and three teaching contracts. Like I worked three jobs plus my business and it was insane and I don't recommend it, but I have totally been there. So if you do, if you are also working a day job, um, that's completely normal. And it's just all part of the process as you get to your full-time income. Who does what in Studio Sisters? And do you have any employees? So I'll just say what I do, and then you can say what you do. We don't Perfect. have any employees. Um, I do most of the, like, cutting the stickers. I send them out to people. And obviously, I'm I'm the artist, so I design all of the stickers too. So that's my favorite part of the job is designing the stickers. But I do also ship them out to our customers as well. And you take all the photos. <laughs> okay. As so self-employed people, we do a lot of stuff. So I also take all of the photos and I manage a lot of the Instagram account. Yeah, we wear a lot of hats. Um, on my side, I do all of the... Um, back-end business stuff. So I manage the business side of the business, including SEO, including um, making sure our products are in stock, updating announcements, planning ahead for seasons, planning sales, um, all of those sorts of like overview, big picture type of things. Um, and then also during super busy times, um, we're going to give a little shout out to our mom here. She does also work with us in this business. So if there's orders that need to be packed, if there are things that need to be ordered, like supplies online or managing the inventory, she will also jump in with all of that too. But no employees. It's just yep, she's just amazing. The next question uh, is it? Someone sent it to us in Spanish, so I'll read it in Spanish and in English. Um, it como te imaginas tu mejor momento, and that means um, <clears throat> how do you picture your best life or your best dream life? What does that mean for you? Because we talk a lot on the podcast about how we want you guys to live your best dream life. So this was the question that a listener sent us: was what is our idea of our best dream life? So I'll go first, and then Katie. 
I'll let you answer after that. I would say that in my best dream life, I am traveling a lot. If not full time, that would be my dream, um, would be to work remotely from from anywhere in the world with my business. That would make me very happy. Um, I would like to be more of a minimalist in my dream life and have less things, but I don't know if I can actually do that. We'll see. Maybe I do like to have a home base, but I would like to be traveling a lot more, um, not having any financial worries, you know, making enough significant, meaningful income that I'm not worried about the future. And so planning for that now is part of my dream life in the future. Also part of my dream life is staying healthy and exercising every single day. And those are things that I don't need to wait for in the future. I can do those right now. So in my dream life, I run um, every afternoon and I go to the beach. And so I can do those things right now in my dream life and already be living that best life possible. So that's fine. I love your dream life. (laughs) I would say mine's pretty similar. I mean... I am not running on the beach every afternoon. I'm not a runner. However, um, in my dream life, I would say, again, it's very similar. Like, I want a home base with, like, a big art studio where I'm creating all of the time in this amazing studio. But I do want to travel a lot as well. So, like, I come back to my studio and then I go on another amazing trip that inspires me. And then I come home to paint it. And... Also, like, I guess you run every day, but I want to, like, hike, get out in nature every day. So, yeah. I just picture you at the top of a mountain every day in your dream life, Katie. Mm -hmm. Any strategies for how you've managed everything along with sleeping and mental health? Not always well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought I would say the same thing. It's not always easy. So... There have definitely be t- been times where if it was a busy day with Etsy, like it could be 12 hours of work in order fulfillment, but it's not always like that. Um, but there have definitely been some bad days where we really didn't have a lot of balance in the past. Um, but that's mm-hmm. changed. Would you say now that we're pretty good with our systems, Katie? Any strategies, do you think? So I could probably say this and yell at my podcast mic all day long, but workflows. Like, don't keep everything in your head that you need to do. If you are trying to remember, okay, I need to do this and I need to do this and I need to do this, you are filling up your mental space with things that don't need to be there. Have them written down so that you don't have to try to remember it or think about it. Just go through the checklist of, First, I need to pull these orders. Then I need to get the shipping labels done and have that in a written out checklist, either on your phone or on your computer or print it out if you want. And you would be amazed at how much like energy you will get back just from trying to keep those things in your head. Katie, why don't you share any other strategies you have for not going crazy when you have a busy creative life? Well, I think just. I know it's hard to make time for yourself, but I think that's very important. Like you have to, even if you have to write it into your schedule or your planner, you have to make time to do just that, just for fun, creative time. I'll also say that in regards to her question about sleep, 
I am not a night person, so it's pretty easy for me to be in bed by nine o'clock. However, sometimes my brain just won't shut down. And so it's hard for me to like go to sleep. So I will say that it's very helpful for me just to put on either an audio book that's calming or a meditation and just listen to that until I fall asleep. Let's talk about the next question. Does Etsy handle your sales tax? Yes, they do. This is an easy one, and it's one of the best things about the e-commerce platform. So I don't think anyone would actually want to handle filing and paying sales tax for 50 U.S. states. Um, So Etsy does all of that for you, and it's amazing. So you don't have to worry about that. It's one of the best things about selling on Etsy. ConvertKit is our go-to tool for email and newsletter subscriptions and automated emails. Every week, we send out a creative newsletter to all of you, our podcast listeners, to help you live your dream life. We send actionable tips for your Etsy shop and social media brand, share our behind-the-scenes process, and first access to our upcoming online courses, and we do all of it with ConvertKit. Many handmade sellers and artists use ConvertKit to build email lists of returning customers, to share behind-the-scenes photos of their work and their studios, to announce new art, new collections, and products when they launch. If you had asked me a couple of years ago about email lists, I would have laughed at you because the focus on social media is so huge, right? Yeah, I mean, a few years ago, I really didn't do anything with email, but now it's like... It's so awesome to use and to reach your customers this way. The reason that an email list is so great for you as a creative entrepreneur and the reason so many small businesses are turning to using email lists is because there's no algorithm to beat. Everyone who's on our email list actually gets the emails we send them. Not everyone who follows you on Instagram or Facebook sees what you post and actually most people don't. So if you're looking for a way to build a stronger relationship with your audience and the people who buy your art, an email list might be the way to move the needle forward for you. We love ConvertKit because it's super simple to use and you can easily pre-schedule emails to go out well in advance, which means I never have to remember to send out a newsletter. ConvertKit has transformed my process from randomly sending out emails once in a while and forgetting to stick to a schedule to staying consistent and showing up for our followers. I feel like we can't say enough good things about ConvertKit and the future of email lists for small businesses is right there. So if you want to learn more about this tool, visit shopstudiosisters.com slash ConvertKit to get a free ConvertKit plan. Hey friends, Katie here. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You're a maker and a creative already selling your handmade products on Etsy. The thing is, you'd really like to be selling more of it, right? Or maybe you've just recently started an Etsy shop and you want to lay a good foundation for your shop. Or your Etsy shop has been collecting dust for a while now and you've been avoiding the tech stuff or the research like I did for so long. Maybe you've just recently decided that this is your time to get real about Etsy and start doing some serious girl boss business. 
If any of these are you, I really want you to dive into the basics of Etsy SEO and learn more about getting found by your ideal customers on Etsy. This might sound overwhelming or time consuming, but Taylor and I have created a free guide on how to learn the basics of Etsy SEO and what a long tail keyword is and some basics of the do's and don'ts of Etsy search tags in just 15 minutes. It's actually easy, fast, and you'll be able to celebrate this win by getting your keywords and search terms on point. You can get our free fast guide to Etsy SEO on our website. Just go to shopstudiosisters.com slash Etsy SEO guide. You can also find the link to it in our show notes. Now back to the episode. Yeah. So our next question is also Etsy related is Etsy too oversaturated? And my answer would be no, but what do you say? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, There are people who start an Etsy shop in a very oversaturated, right, or high competition category like jewelry and are easily making thousands of sales within their first year. It can totally be done. Um, It comes down to your SEO and whether or not your product is like really on trend or really great. And um, if you've got everything optimized on Etsy, but I don't think Etsy is too oversaturated at all. Next question is, is shipping international outside of the US worth it? And how do you set it up on Etsy? I'll just say that it's totally worth it. I've been shipping internationally for quite a while. Um, Before I sold my art as stickers, I actually did custom shoes, like custom painted shoes. And I didn't ship a ton of them outside the US, but I did do a few. And the buyer pays the shipping. So yeah, it's totally worth it in my opinion. Absolutely. And like on the sticker side... um, Today, our average U.S. order is around $10, and our average international order is three or four times that. So when, um, especially Mm -hmm. European customers, but when international customers buy, they tend to buy higher, so that's good for you. And then they pay their own shipping. They're also used to things taking longer. So it's not going to bother someone from the UK if it takes a couple of weeks for it to arrive and they're used to paying higher shipping costs. So overall, it's absolutely worth it. And if you did not know, Etsy's integrated shipping labels automatically generate the customs form and that shipping label also functions as the customs form. So no going to the post office and spending an hour filling out a customs form. So you don't have to do any of that. It's awesome. Next question. Do you use Etsy Plus? Is it worth it? So for our listeners who don't know, Etsy Plus is like a $10 a month um, optional upgrade to your shop on Etsy. Really, they give you some listing credit. So you get a certain number of free listings every single month and um, a small number of ad credits and you get like an upgraded um, visual like uh, shop display. Like it's slightly different the way that the shop looks. It's a little bit sharper. Um, And I think it's about $10 a month uh, last time I checked. But the truth is, I feel like this is just a vanity measure on Etsy. I don't know anyone who's a top percent seller or who makes six figures a year on Etsy who actually uses that. I don't think it's really necessary. So unless you just like the way it looks, I don't feel that you have to use it. 
Our next question is really fun. I mean, it's just a just for fun question is which sister is cooler? And I think Taylor's cooler. She's like so much cooler in person than I am. What? (laughs) Oh, I. Okay, let's split up the question. If we're talking about like cool artsy person, it's definitely you. And if we're talking about um, someone who will show you where the best tacos are and who always has the radio and the best stations, it's definitely me. Okay. We're equally cool in different ways. I'm more mysterious internet cool and you're like super cool in person cool. I'm like, yeah, exactly. You can expect me to always show up with tons and tons of energy and be ready to go. So we're cool in different ways. Okay, next question is for you, Katie. What do you enjoy most about creating stickers and why? Well, I really love that it's just an affordable way to share my art with the world. Like people don't have to be able to afford a big canvas to buy my art. Like I can sell them this $3 sticker and share my art with them when I think that's really fun. Plus, I've just always loved stickers, and I think that it's really neat that I get to actually design them now. And like my 12-year-old self who was in love with Lisa Frank would just be ecstatic at what I do. It's truly your dream job. It really is. (laughs) And the next question is also sticker-related. It's how do you waterproof your stickers? And that's sort of a two-part process. I use a waterproof paper. Um, so the paper itself is actually waterproof. And then after I print out the design on it, I use a clear laminate on top as well, just to further waterproof it. Next question. I love this question. What's your favorite place you have ever been? Gosh, I could probably not choose just one. Probably not. (laughs) And Um, I can't like, my answer is so easy. (laughs) Okay, let's hear yours. I mean, I've been a lot of cool places and I love them all, but my favorite place I've ever been is definitely Iceland and seeing the Aurora Borealis northern lights in the sky. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. We're just going to stick with your answer because I could pick 17 and say they're all my favorite. (laughs) All right. How do you protect your art online? In the United States, your artwork is automatically protected by U.S. copyright laws. Unfortunately, however, that doesn't always stop someone from stealing art. I think for the most part, you don't really have to worry about it. But if you want to prevent it, a few ways you could do that would be to either only upload low resolution photos of your art, which I mean, you downsize them for the web so that if someone tries to like save it and then reprint it, it would be blurry or pixelated, hopefully, like they wouldn't be able to print it out big and resell it. Then you could also um, disable and right-click saves on your website. So that would prevent people from actually downloading it. Of course, if someone does copy and reproduce your art, um, I'd recommend just sending them a cease and desist letter before taking any legal action as well. That can just clear things up pretty easily. All right. Next question is, I always try to use good keywords, but I feel like it's not working. Can you help? So yes, we can help. Um, I have been learning keyword research, or I taught myself keyword research for about a year. Um, And so we have saved you a ton of Googling time um, by showing you how to do keyword research ourselves. So 
This is something you need to learn if you want to be successful on Etsy or even if it's on your own website or you're using Shopify, you still need to be able to do keyword research effectively so that you're found by your dream customer. So if you are an Etsy shop owner, you can get our free guide to Etsy SEO basics on our website. Just go to shopstudiosisters.com slash Etsy SEO guide. That's free. It takes about 15 minutes and we show you the basics of how to use good keywords and try to think of it in a very literal way. Like what is exactly what your customer would search if they wanted to buy that item? So um, get the free guide on our website, but also we are going to be teaching the ins and outs of keywords like in depth, as deep as you can possibly get so that you will 100% fully understand what you're doing in our course that's coming out this summer. Yeah, I'm really excited about this because we've been spending like so much time building this course and it's going to be good, you guys. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. If you have if you had any idea, we've been secretly working on this for months now and we're so excited. And that's actually our next question is um I saw you have an announcement about a course on Instagram. What is the course going to cover? So the course is going to be specifically about making more profit on selling your art or your handmade products using two platforms, Etsy and Instagram. So we're going to teach you how to build the foundation to make sure that you actually get found on Etsy, that you have a high conversion rate, that you know how to price without feeling guilty, set your financial goals for the year, understand everything about Etsy that you need to 100% like fully optimize your shop. And then Katie, which she's done an amazing job at this, is going to show you how to fully optimize your Instagram and show you how to actually grow your Instagram in a really authentic way where you actually get results from that side too. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. I've been growing my Instagram for years and years. And so I sort of compiled all of that information about how to do it um, in all of the best ways, how to do it through workflows and all of that good stuff into our course. Um, we have not opened up registration yet. That won't be for a few more weeks, but we're super excited. And if you do want to get information like you're already saying, yes, I need this, you can definitely go to our website and get on our email newsletter list because the registration will open up to our newsletter subscribers first. Okay. All right. So that sort of wraps it up for our little Q&A session. Um, I hope you guys didn't hear any of the Canadian geese that are outside my window. They just landed the other day and I think they're here to stay for the spring. So hopefully you didn't hear them, but this has been a Hey friends, just an FYI, if you're a new listener to this podcast, you might not know that we sell planner stickers and weatherproof stickers in our Etsy shop, hand designed by me, Katie. Many of our stickers are inspired by the incredible natural places that I've traveled to, such as Mount Rainier in Washington State, or the beaches of Puerto Rico. I'm just so inspired by magical natural places. Do you want to shop our stickers? You can shop our Etsy shop 
or on our website. Find the link to Shop Studio Sisters in our show.